Hi, welcome to the DIY Photo Organising Podcast. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Simply In Order Photo Organising. Imagine you can find any photo at any time at the click of a button. We are here to show you how. So let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of our DIY photo organizing podcast. It's lovely to have you all here and listening. Hi, Chantel, how are you? Hi, Fiona, I'm good. How are you? Very good, very good. All right, so today we have, um, we're jumping back into some more of our listener questions, which is wonderful. So I'm going to start straight up and ask Chantel one of these listener questions. So the question that we had come through was, what is your experience with Amazon Drive for storing images? Mm. So do you want to tackle that one, Chantelle, and let us know what your <laughs> thoughts are? Well, I'll try. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so the, the first thing that actually comes to mind with that question is that they say, storing the images and knowing that Amazon Drive is of course the cloud uh, which means we don't own it even if we pay for it possibly Um, we in general don't recommend to keep or to store photos in the cloud in terms of you know your original however we do of course recommend to use it as a backup and I think um, Amazon Drive can really be used as a cloud backup for your photos mm-hmm. and set up in an easy way that as soon as you add more photos to a specific folder, maybe on your computer, it will back them up to Amazon Drive and you've got it up there as a backup copy. Um, I think this is not coming for free. You have to be an Amazon Prime member. They change things constantly, so I'm not 100% sure how it is set up at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so what I know though, I have used Amazon Drive personally in the past and then I stopped using it or paying for it. And they did give me ample warning that, you know, the service is going to be turned off. You will not be able to access your photos anymore um, from this and this date onwards. But I think they started sending me reminders about six months before that's great so I had plenty of time if I needed to yep to you know get everything out of the cloud and store it elsewhere elsewhere before they turn it off so that was really good I was actually really impressed with that oh good Um, yeah. Fantastic. Have you experienced Amazon Drive? I've you- only looked into it. I don't use um, Amazon Drive. So I use the um, iCloud photo library. So mm-hmm. my cloud service for that is um, is through through the Mac process. Mm-hmm. But no, I so I haven't used it. Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. used that one. But just what we've looked into. So, but that's great. I mean, I think... I think the thing that comes to mind for me for for people listening would be if you are going to use something like that Amazon Drive, just always be aware of, you know, keep a, a jot down a, a journal note of what email address you've used, just to mm. make sure that you've you get those email notifications um, yeah. if it is going to be used as a backup and that's a and and yeah. if you're paying for services. You know, just make sure that you know what those um, parameters are and just keep a track of them. 
Yeah. And also you can use Amazon Drive to um, automatically upload your camera, uh, your phone photos from your camera roll. Yep. That I've used that in the past as well um, while I was traveling. So I, I would have a backup while I'm on the road. Of course, that only works when you've got Wi-Fi. Yep. Um, somewhere <laughs> when you come to the hotel in the evening yeah. or something and you upload everything. So it's it's um, a backup. Yeah. And that worked fine too. So it, it always depends on your settings. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Hmm. So another question, um, Fiona, I know you're really good with that one. Yeah. Uh, to answer yeah. that, how do I keep order on the mobile phone with all the pictures, screenshots and so on? Okay. So, look, that is a great question. And, um, again, it is going to be a little bit different for how, you know, which apps that you're using for people that they're using. Mm. Um, but I really would encourage um, people to have a look through what the features of each of the apps are that they're using and say in the Mac world and that environment, you know, the photos, even with the new update that's been done recently, mm-hmm. um, you know, it really, they have so many um, great sort of pre-organised ways to manage those photos and so that means um, when you go into the views you can look through and you can just see all the screenshots there's a button there there's a button for all the videos or all the selfies and yeah all the panoramics or the slow-mo or things like that but as far as even the dates with the way that they're organized um, they're already preset so mm-hmm. um depending on your own privacy choices with location services, I actually like that map feature a lot. And I recently even just used it to find a photo that I'd taken um, with my daughter and I at um, just in a, a shopping centre that she was looking at something to purchase mm-hmm. and I wanted to have a look at it again and I could zoom straight into the shop in the shopping centre of where oh, I was at. It's yeah. so helpful, um, yeah. you know, to be able to have that that feature on there mm-hmm. and it's another way of, again, really organising them. But as far as yeah. um, albums, I think there's such a great way to do that. I would really recommend people just you know, pop a quick photo straight into an album if that's something that mm-hmm. um, that they would like to do to, to organise their photos as well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I, I think, you know, depending on if people want to clear out their screenshots, that's something definitely that they can do very easily. Um, mm-hmm. And keep your notes somewhere else, you know, in a different system, you know, either in their phone, in Evernote or a different management tool or something like that mm. instead of on the phone to keep to keep the phone clean, so to speak. Yeah, to, to keep it out. I mean, yeah. screenshots don't need to be in a family photo collection, really. No, they They're don't. usually reminders of, you know, stuff we want to do or buy or go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. yeah, so I think that um, I think that there's some great ways, um, you know, some using the features that are on those apps. Just, you know, Google a few different YouTube sort of, um, mm. you know, talks about showing you around them and, you know, even to the provider, Apple themselves, they have some great, you know, tutorials on there as to how to use the features and just familiarise yourself with them and, and a lot of that can be done right there on the spot mm. on your phone. 
I think you're also using an additional app to add keywords to photos. Yes, yes, I do. So I also use, um, it's called View Exif mm-hmm. and it's an app that allows me to then also add keywords in. It's a feature that's not um, automatically in the Apple photo program. Mm. Um, but it pulls all the all the photos that you've taken from your phone and automatically loads them into this app. And you can add in the title or a description. You can add in a keyword of, um, you know, a particular, you know, holiday or something like that. Um, but then that just is, it stays with the photo if you're going to export them out. So this is something then to just be mindful of if you're looking mm-hmm. at not keeping them in there or ju- not just using the albums feature to yep. start your photos and to keep them in order, then um, then that's another feature that you can look at as well. So it's called View EXIF, View EXIF. Yeah, it's a great Okay, yeah, yep. Yeah. That's really good, yeah. Mm, it's fantastic. So hopefully in the future, you know, it would be lovely that <laughs> if 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 on the um, phone apps you can uh, you can all do that without additional apps. <laughs> exactly, if it was all in one, I think yeah. it, it'll go that way eventually. There's always hopefully yeah. things that are coming in. So, um, but the good thing is that it it actually actually embeds the information into the photo um that's good yeah and not all do that so it's worth no, that's testing. True. you can yeah. do a lot of work and put them all in albums and everything mm-hmm. and then you know you try to you got to move them out to something else and you've got to redo mm-hmm. it all again so mm-hmm. just definitely something to be mindful of all right oh. so another listener question for you Chantel um mm-hmm. is what is the ios storage optimization feature and what does it mean for my photos mm, okay um yes so this is uh this is one obviously for iphone users <laughs> mm-hmm. um now this um it's only applicable when you have turned on the iCloud Photos library, which means that whenever you take a photo with your iPhone, it will be sent up to the cloud, to your iCloud photo library. And when you've got a computer also connected to that account, it will automatically download that photo to your computer. So it's all synchronizing. That's mm. That's the ideal, so to speak, if you want to make things automatic. Hmm. Um, Now, you know, a lot of people, especially when you do that with the iCloud Photos library, that means you've got your whole photo collection on your phone, which these days uh, it's not unusual for people to have 30, 40, 50, 60,000 photos in the collection Mm. and the phone storage just can't hold that it's too big. So what it does when you turn that um, iCloud photo library feature on optimization you get you get the choice to say I want to store original size photos still on my phone or I want optimized storage. So when you turn on optimized storage that means that on your phone when it starts running out of space it will minimize the picture that is actually stored on your phone Mm. the original size is always going to be in iCloud photos library and when you download a photo on your phone um, 
it will automatically download the original size. Mm -hmm. So it's a bit, yeah, it sounds really complicated. But it does, it's, um, but it's seamless. You know, literally you can yes, click yes. on the photo. Yeah. And and I think, you know, if, if someone's listening to this and they've clicked on a photo on their iPhone mm. and they've seen the wheel go around on the bottom right-hand yes. corner of the photo, that just means mm. that it's your phone is pulling down the high-resolution image mm -hmm. of that photo and so that was optimised on your phone. And as soon as you click onto the next photo, it just automatically goes straight back up mm -hmm. and the high-res image isn't then stored back on your phone. Yeah. So it's a constant transferring of information yeah. um, to be the, make it the best sort of sizing youth mm. on your phone at the time. Mm. And I, I really like that for the phones where I find one needs to be really mindful of that too is at the other end when you download your photos from the iCloud photo library to your Mac mm -hmm. and you, you basically do the same thing. You choose whether it should download originals to your Mac or the optimized storage. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you do have to choose the optimized because your hard drive is actually too small to hold the complete collection. Yep. Um, but then you've got to be mindful that you don't have an original size um, copy of your photo. Anywhere, yeah. If uh, anywhere, only in the cloud. And, again, remember, we don't really recommend that. You should have an original size photo in your possession. So, ideally, you always, on your Mac, you turn on download originals mm. because then you back up hopefully you back up your computer your mac and you've got a backup copy of the original sized photo yeah that's what you want um and it's just something to be mindful of also if you ever download photos manually from your phone to computer and you've turned on optimized storage you might not you know, chances are that some of your photos are smaller versions and maybe only thumbnail versions. Yep. And then, and and you might only realize that much later when you say, "Oh, why is this photo so small?" Yes. That's <laughs> or true. you know, whatever. So this is just something to be mindful of. Mm. So yeah. I personally, for my setup, I do um, I do storage optimization. I turn that feature on mm. on my phone. Yeah. Then I I have my the one on my Mac. I I have downloaded the originals, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. once I've taken a photo with my phone, then that automatically will go to the the um, photos program on my Mac, which mm -hmm. is um, the full original copy. So that then gets downloaded when I have you know t opened up my photos program. Mm -hmm that then downloads the original onto my external hard drive. Mm -hmm. And then I also have a laptop um, and I optimise my photos on that laptop. Right, okay. And so I can see them on my, um, on my Mac, on my mm -hmm. laptop or on my phone at any time. Mm -hmm. But I know that my actual full resolution copy is mm -hmm. the one on the Mac with the external hard drive. So that's like your master file. So yeah. Speak. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So that's how that works. Yeah. yeah. Very okay, good. so we've got one last reader or listener question. Yeah. <laughs> so how can I make sure all my devices are syncing? 
All right. So again, this is really talking back in with what we were just speaking about. Um, mm. Say with on a Mac, obviously that's that's talking about um, you know say iCloud mm-hmm. and all of the different um, features of iCloud. So that's your phone and your calendar and your contacts and everything like that, as well as your mm. um, photos. But really. Um, it can be a challenge because, you know, it depends on the type of phone and, you know, which if you've got an Android or, or an iPhone and mm. which options you choose and the devil is in the detail of the settings, <laughs> you know, it really can be a challenge um, because mm. it just comes down to the right settings. And so you want to make sure that you're just across what those settings mean to be able to make sure that you're syncing. So we would even suggest perhaps that you just get a little, just a sheet of paper and mind map it out. You know, yeah. what are you wanting to sync on from your phone? Obviously we're talking about photos here, but, yeah. um, you know, that could be any any other types of things to make sure that things are syncing across all your different devices. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really does come down to those settings. So, you know, that could be in a Dropbox setup or, or we've, you know, we've talked a lot about all the different sort of options of, of syncing and programs. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just talking about Amazon before as well. Um, but really it just you make sure that you, I really encourage you to get this part right. Mm-hmm. And take a bit of time to make those decisions as to which which um, setup you're going to have, and check it. And just you know, if you need mm-hmm. to take your phone to somebody else as well, just you know, a friend or family member, and just say, "Can you just check through my settings on my mm-hmm. syncing?" Um, yes. Because when you've got your head in it so much, you know, sometimes you you know you're clicking off onto different um settings and then you've got to make sure that you've also got the settings turned on on a different app or something like that yes um then you know it's an idea how about you what what sort of experience do you have with with this syncing across all these different devices Chantelle um not too bad actually what I keep coming across though is a is a challenge um that that is a bit tricky too with syncing devices if you're a one person that's sort of easy yeah (laughs) um in a way but it becomes a bit more tricky when you're a family or a couple Mm -hmm. and you would like to access the same photos yeah because what you just mentioned with you know if you've got an iphone and a mac and you you've move in that apple ecosystem it's easy to set it all up however that only works with your apple id and everyone has a different apple id people hardly ever share their apple ids because that means you would share all your contacts all you know everything yeah which is not really what you do Uh, there are very few people who do that but normally you know that's not normally done so and you can't merge yeah. these two. Like it, it's like so separate. But as a family, you you might want to have your photos 
uh, together and only one have only one photo hub so there are of course solutions but it's not as yeah it's not ideal as, you even know the shared turn, album. no it's yeah, not ideal no, it's very on, limiting that's right yeah. it, is, yeah. it is and there's um, and there's always manual steps along the way that you have to do yes yeah so that's what the challenge i come across mm. often uh, how do we share our photos as a family um because then the thinking doesn't well, it still works, but only for one person. Mm. So oftentimes it's actually the wife who sort of the photo manager and, and looks after everything. Um, but you cannot automate it as easily as when you just one person. Yep. So that's that's the challenge I see it often. It is a challenge, yeah. Yeah, and also what I come across often that people – um, confuse synchronizing and backing up. Yes, we hit the whole episode. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, one. yeah. So if you need more information about that, we would encourage you to go back and find that episode where yep. we talked exactly about that topic. And it's an ongoing challenge. It comes up all the time. Mm. Mm. Definitely. Yes, it does. Yeah. Wonderful. So, yeah, with one little click, things yeah. can go wrong, <laughs> unfortunately. I know. <laughs> and also things change. You know, um, you just mentioned the upgrade that Apple iPhones did yep. the other day. Um, things change. So after upgrading, we also always encourage you to go back into your settings and double-check that everything is still the same way and, and works properly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Wonderful. Right. Well, I think that answered everything. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it great. for today. Yeah. And so, you know, as always, we do encourage and invite you to get back to us to to um, post on Facebook or email us um, and ask you questions. We're here to answer them. We we don't know everything, but yeah. we want to give our best. Um, so don't be shy and connect with us on on the social media accounts and um, let us know what your questions are. Yeah. And just a shout out to um, anyone listening from the presentation that we just recently did. We just, yeah. uh, we did a presentation in a local library. Um, and so just a shout out and a hello to anyone that's listening from there as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we get listener questions from a range of different areas and, um, and so please, um, we're here to help. So that's great. Awesome. Fantastic. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. See you next time. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of DIY Photo Organising and found some inspiration, useful tips and strategies to support your photo projects. We'd love to invite you to pop over to our Facebook page, DIY Photo Organising, and we welcome your questions, feedback and any future topics that you'd like us to cover. If there is someone you'd love to share this with, please click on share to help others take control of their photos too. Remember, have a look through our show notes for links to helpful information. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Simply in Order Photo Organising. And remember, we believe in you and you can do this. <laughs>